welcome back to Mastering Risk Management. It's Anthony Wilson with you again with a final episode for 2023. So as I sit here between Christmas and the pending arrival of the new year, I just thought it timely to have a quick uh, look back at what's been happening in the podcast for 2023. It's been a great year. There's been over uh, 25 episodes come out, so uh, that's hopefully been good. You get to listen to an episode of the Mastering Risk Management podcast each fortnight. And uh, what's nice too is that uh, we've had some recognition from uh, our uh, podcast host, which is Buzzsprout. Uh, Buzzsprout's one of the biggest providers. And uh, the Mastering Risk Management podcast is in the top 25% of all podcasts. So that is fantastic. So um, really uh, impressed with that and uh, wouldn't be possible without you as our listeners. So thank you for tuning in uh, to the podcast each fortnight and uh, for your feedback and and your encouragement. That's been uh, really positive. Uh, Interesting stat is uh, our top city. So uh, we are actually based in New South Wales, in and around Sydney, but the number one city for this podcast is actually Melbourne. So thank you to our Melbourne listeners for that. You are number one. Uh, Second place is uh, Sydney, uh, not far behind in number of downloads. Then Brisbane, uh, all in Australia. Uh, And then we travel overseas. We go to Riyadh. So um, Saudi Arabia, nice, and um, Arlington in Virginia. So is this rounds out the top five. So uh, a bit of an international flavour there for our audience. Uh, we're listened to in 121 countries, so that's uh, very humbling that uh, people are listening, are listening around the world. Uh, the highest uh, listener, listenership, if that's a word, Uh, is in the United States with um, the top place there, then Australia, followed by Canada, uh, the UK, and then Saudi Arabia comes in at number five. So that's uh, really great. They're the top five countries that that are listening to the Mastering Risk Management podcast. Um, Also got some stats on uh, what you are listening to and which are the most popular podcasts. And... At the moment, the number one listened to podcast uh, for the last 12, month, or 12 months has been Risk Management frame, Frameworks, one of our podcast chats. So regular listeners will know that we introduced the concept of podcast chats uh, early this year, in January as a matter of fact. And um, yeah, it's great to see that uh, one of those episodes, the Risk Management Framework episode of the podcast chat, is uh, sitting there at number one. So that's really nice to see as well. So uh, some really good uh, stats there. Um, Hopefully you found that interesting. And um, as I said, thank you very much for making the podcast uh, as popular as it is. It's uh, great to see us in that that top uh, list of podcasts. Um, 2023 wouldn't have been what it was without the fantastic guests that I had on the program as well. So first up in 2023 was uh, W. Curtis Preston. Um, And um, Curtis is also known as Mr. Backup. So he talked to us about backup and recovery systems and um, how to make sure 
that organisations look after their data, particularly in that disaster recovery scenario. So uh, Curtis was fantastic, graciously gave of his time and, and shared some great insights into the concept of backups. Um, next uh, cab off the rank in terms of guests was uh, Jennifer Geary. Now, Jennifer... Uh, a very experienced uh, senior exec. She's been a chief operating officer and also a CRO and uh, been working in all sorts of different industries uh, from financial services right through to not-for-profits. So Jennifer was uh, a great guest and sharing what she had experienced in both the COO role and in the CRO role. So uh, it was good to hear from Jennifer and also hear about her new... Um, book which is about uh, chief risk officers and uh, and that role so it was great to have uh, Jennifer on the program as well uh, we then threw in a couple of uh, podcasts after that we did the what is risk management podcast so we really got back to basics just to make sure that we're all on the same page when we talk about what is risk management we then had another one which was um, opportunities and threats so we talked about those uh, two sides of the same coin. And this is probably one of the most misunderstood concepts in risk management. Lots and lots of people will tell you risk is bad. It's all threats. Well, risk has two sides. It has opportunities and threats. So, you know, if you have a risk department or somebody advising you that's telling you that risk is all about threats, then they're only doing 50% of the job. So see if you can find somebody that actually knows about risk management uh, in a bit more detail. Um, we had a quick chat with Alex Sidorenko um, in February. So uh, for those Australian listeners, you'll recall Alex came out and spoke at the RMIA conference down in Adelaide. And um, Alex was able to make a little bit of time for us to have a quick chat before he appeared at the conference. So it was nice to catch up with Alex um, and uh, have a yarn about all things risk management, a very experienced campaigner. Um, we then did another uh, podcast chat and that was about resourcing and reporting lines for the risk management function. So it's something that we see is many and varied. Uh, uh, where the risk function reports to, if there is one, um, and also how it's resourced, uh, you know, whether it's a very large team, whether it's a very small team, um, you know, that varies a hell of a lot as well. As I, as I think I mentioned during the podcast chat that uh, uh, my team in a very big organisation here in Australia was uh, one. So uh, you can uh, do it with a fairly uh, slim uh, team. Um, obviously, that fits in with our philosophy that risk belongs to the business and therefore should be managed by the business. So we um, we advocate for small teams in the centre but for the business to do uh, a, a lot of the work um, uh, around risk management and, and be responsible for their own risks. Um, we then actually had uh, a very different guest on the program. So Matt Phillips of Matt Phillips Coaching um, is a former professional baseball player and um, he came along and talked to us about peak performance and getting the best out of yourself and, you know, becoming a high-performing leader. So that uh, was really great. Matt actually gave some really good tips about uh, getting the best out of yourself and being a good leader, so therefore getting the best 
out of your people. So that was a great chat. It was a bit of a longer one, that one, because I really enjoyed that discussion with Matt. So if you haven't listened to that one, uh, by all means, uh, duck back into the catalogue and and have a listen. Um, I then had the uh, wonderful opportunity to talk to Nigel Fair. So Nigel uh, is a expert in cybersecurity. So uh, he describes himself as a technologist, advisor, academic and company director. Um, but he is really expert at cybersecurity and he's in high demand for those skills uh, all around Australia and the world. Uh, he's regularly on TV and, and in other media um, helping people just understand what's going on uh, when these attacks occur and how they can look after themselves and uh, you know protect themselves from these types of uh, international cyber crimes. He's written three books. He's been um, in the Australian Federal Police. Uh, he's done all sorts of things in uh, this space and a very experienced guest and uh, well worth listening to the Nigel Fair interview if you haven't done that already uh, for some tips around cyber security. So that was a great discussion. Uh, we had another risk management chat then and this was the one as I mentioned earlier was the most popular risk management chat uh, of 2023 and that was the risk management frameworks discussion. So uh, Brett and I had a chat about what a risk management framework should and shouldn't look like and uh, you know way too often we go into an organisation and see this amazingly thick uh, document that supposedly purports to be the risk management framework but um, you know that's not really what a risk management framework should look like. Uh, We have what we believe is the best application of a framework um, and if you listen to the episode, we'll go into that uh, and you can also contact contact us directly to find out more about that in uh, in the con- the contact details are in the show notes. Uh, so that was great. We had that podcast chat and then we spoke to Dr. Patrick Scolier-Gray. Now, Patrick was fascinating and uh, <laughs> I have to apologise. The episode was just over an hour. It was such a great chat with Patrick and... Uh, whilst we spoke about cybersecurity, which has been a big topic for us this year, Patrick takes a completely different angle on it. So Patrick thinks about cybersecurity, but from a human-centred approach. So if you think about the things that can go wrong and where you get into trouble with data security, uh, with um, hacks or you know phishing or whatever else, it's the people in the middle of the problem, not the actual stronger technology or stronger security posture. It's a people problem. So this is an absolute must listen for people who want to understand uh, just another way to make sure that their organisation is secure from cyber security attacks. Have a listen to this one, Dr. Patrick Scolier-Gray. That was a a wonderful, uh, wonderful interview. Um, We then had another chat uh, with a gentleman called Paul Valenti. And Paul is also a cybersecurity expert. He's the founder and CEO of Viso Trust, V-I-S-O Trust, uh, and that's an AI-powered third-party risk platform that helps security teams, IT security teams, uh, access risk intelligence on organisations' third-party vendors. So if you've got, and every organisation I think nowadays has them, and that's third-party vendors uh, assisting them to deliver their services, so the stuff that's not core typically goes to a third-party vendor. Uh, 
Visio Trust actually gives you some comfort as an IT security professional that your third-party vendors um, are up to snuff in terms of their qualifications and their certifications and their capability of carrying out the job. So uh, Paul Valenti was a great uh, discussion that we had on that. Um, we then had another episode of the podcast chats and that was about critical controls. So Brett and I talked about uh, controls uh, broadly and uh, everybody in risk management knows that uh, risks are controlled uh, by preventing controls to reduce the likelihood of something happening and mitigating controls to reduce the consequences of something happening. Now, in an opportunity uh, risk, you want uh, controls to actually promote the likelihood of the risk happening and you want uh, uh, the controls on the consequence side to actually improve the consequence or improve the outcomes. So, we spoke about these controls broadly, but then we specifically honed in on critical controls. So these are the ones that, you know, if missing or ineffective, will almost certainly lead to the risk eventuating. So these are the really important ones. And, you know, these are the ones that you need to think about if you're going to design an effective assurance program, then you want to make sure your critical controls are in order. Uh, we then spoke to Garrett Graycheck. Now, Garrett uh, is the... Um, President and CEO of UATest, which is a cloud-based review engine that provides identity and security compliance for all resources. So it's a really interesting service offered by Garrett and the team because it helps you focus on your identity identity governance processes. You know, who can access our systems? Do they have the right level of access? And can you certify or attest that this uh, access information is current and accurate. So if you've been in any organisation for any period of time, you'll know that managing access to systems and data is one of the key challenges. So the chat with Garrett was fascinating in uh, that it talked about how to make sure that that access is always up to date and is always at the right level for the people concerned. Uh we then had another podcast chat. Brett and I spoke about the link between risk and insurance. And this is a fascinating subject. If you get risk management better down and it's robust, you actually have a great story to go out and tell your insurers. When you're talking to underwriters, you can actually show them and demonstrate that you have a robust risk management program in place. And that generally turns into much better premiums or much better cover or both. So have a listen to that one about how you can leverage your risk management work for uh, a better insurance outcome. Uh, we then moved on to a chat with Dr. Alan Thompson, uh, all about AI. So if you haven't listened to this one, please, if you do nothing else, listen to this interview with Alan Thompson. So uh, Alan is an expert. He's normally talking to the likes of CNN and the BBC or Al Jazeera, uh, those sort of uh, big hitting media organisation. So to get him on the podcast was just amazing and really do thank him for sharing uh, some of his very valuable time. He really gave us a Cook's tour of artificial intelligence, what it is, how it's being deployed and why we, all of us, need to get involved in it. So, you know, this is a major 
change in history and uh, you know you'll remember this at some point in time and say hey I remember what happened when this happened uh, you know with AI and it really took off so it's a, a great listen Alan explains AI in plain English spend some time I mean yes it's a it's a long podcast it's just over an hour again but uh, this one is really worthwhile. So have a l- listen to Dr. Alan D. Thompson, uh, episode 69 in, uh, in 2023. Um, episode 70 was our podcast chat about project risk management. So that was a great discussion as well. Um, at ABM Risk, we've actually developed a project risk methodology as well. So not only do you think about threat risks, not only do you think about opportunity risks, but you also also think about project risks. And we've developed a uh, risk matrix around all of three of those things. So have a listen to this one. You'll find out our approach to project risk management as well. Um, we then had a chat with, uh, and this was the first time we'd had two guests on at the same time uh, for an interview. So Patrick Hines and Dwayne Lafotte. Uh, Laflotte, sorry, of Pulsar Security. So Pulsar um, are a cybersecurity uh, company that um, very refreshing in their approach. They speak plain English and uh, and uh, use a bit of humour as they as they go about uh, their job. But they take cybersecurity very seriously and help firms defend their data and digital assets against um, these cyber threats and and becoming. Uh, more cyber resilient so um, you know these guys are the real deal you can see their contact details in the show notes Uh, and they actually host a podcast as well security this week is the name of it and um, they do a great job at keeping people informed in of all the trends and uh, you know the changes in the cyber security space Um, episode 72 was our podcast chat on how low do you go now uh, that might be a bit of a confusing title, but basically what we wanted to make clear was not every single risk that you come across has to be reviewed uh, or, or reduced to a low level. Sometimes it is just not commercially viable to do that. So what point do you say, hey, let's accept the risk, all right? For those that aren't acceptable, when do we treat the risk? Do we transfer the risk? Or do we just stop doing the activity and avoid the risk altogether? So each of those has a cost. And in this episode, we think about, well, what is the cost of over-managing some risks? Uh, because sometimes it is just not worth uh, all of that effort. Um, our next chat was with uh, Darren Gallup. Now, Darren uh, came onto the uh, program. He's the CEO and co-founder of Carbide. And they are all about security and privacy in your business. So uh, Darren's got a great background. Uh, When I spoke to him, uh, quite a surprise to me as well. He started life as a musician and um, did a fair bit of work uh, on the music side of the business side. So he, you know, looked at his own recording label and founded that. Um, Started a software program for the music industry Uh, And then started to see um, and develop a deep interest in security and privacy. So he uh, became a certified information system security professional and uh, serves uh, now currently serves as the chief information security officer for Carbide. So um, they really do help businesses get their security and privacy stuff in order. So if you're interested in that, uh, check out 
this podcast with Darren and, uh, you know, go to the Carbide website. Again, contact details in the show notes if you want to follow that one up. Um, 74, episode 74 was our podcast chat on conducting a risk management gap analysis. So there's uh, many organisations that are probably pondering where they're at in their risk management journey and may feel like they're not actually achieving what they wanted to achieve. So one of the ways to sort of do a sense check on that is to conduct a risk management gap analysis. Now, uh, we at ABM have developed one of those and we've seen others out there. Uh, The idea is just to think about your risk management program itself and thinking about how it's performing compared to the ambitions you set for yourself when the program started. And if it's not working, that's fine. The idea of doing the gap analysis is to find out where the program can be improved and uh, what you need to invest in to make that happen. So that's worth listening as well. Uh, Our next guest in the year was uh, Tim Weiss. Now, Tim is the CEO of a company called Optera. And Optera is all about environment, social and governance requirements. So ESG, if you haven't heard of that, uh, and you're in the risk space, you've probably been living under a rock because it is front and centre at the moment for organisations. So it's uh, interesting. It, it is a classic risk because it has both threats and opportunities for organisations. So if you sit down and think about ESG and think about it long and hard, um, you know, there is as many opportunities as there are threats to the organisation with ESG. And understanding, you know, how your organisation can take advantage of the opportunities and address the threats is really important. And Optera helps you do that. One way it does that is for this very challenging uh, task of organisations reporting on scope three emissions of carbon. So scope one, which is the stuff generated by uh, the organisation directly. Uh, Scope two is through its consumption of energy. So you may use electricity and the carbon that's generated in that uh, activity. And then further up and down the value chain, the scope three emissions is where your suppliers or vendors actually generate uh, emissions and you accounting for those. And that's Optera's specialty. So have a listen to the chat with Tim Weiss if you haven't already. It was a fascinating discussion uh, about ESG, which is becoming a very big uh, issue. Uh, Episode 76 was our podcast chat on risk management and governance. And this is a really um, important and uh, key topic for us at ABM Risk Partnership. It's important because the two are uh, 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 inextricably linked. So you cannot have good good corporate governance unless you have good risk management and you cannot have good risk management unless you have good corporate governance. Risk management needs the support and mandate of the board to ensure that it gets the buy-in at the organisation, the individual level. Uh, And the board of directors need robust and recognised risk management programs to evaluate opportunities and initiatives that come along, as well as the threats to the achievement of those objectives that the organisation has set for itself. So working together, um, risk management governance link very closely. So it's important to get both of them right. So check that episode out on risk management and governance. 
Um, our final uh, interview for the year was with Brittany Allen. Now, Brittany um, is a trust and safety architect at a firm called SIFT. So she's been working in e-commerce fraud uh, for quite a while and is uh, uh, such an experienced person that she's looked uh, at as a key source for several major publications such as Fortune, Fast Company, Bloomberg, The Hill and Forbes magazine. So she currently helps industries develop best practice and strategies to educate um, individuals and companies on trust and safety uh, in, in the online world. So if you're thinking about online fraud or credit card fraud, fraud spam, scam activities, or you've said to yourself, I've been hacked, <laughs> uh, then you need to listen to the Brittany um, Allen episode because she's got some great advice uh, in this space as well. So that was the last episode of uh, an interview and our last podcast chat was uh, episode 78 was effective risk management reporting. So Brett and I had a chat about how you put together great risk management reports so that the executives and the board uh, feel that they're getting the necessary detail they need to understand that risk management is doing what it's supposed to be doing without being inundated and flooded with every single little piece of information, uh, which can be just as bad as not enough information. So we had a great chat about uh, risk reporting and um, you should have a listen to that one as well. So that was the year of 2023 in terms of the episodes we recorded and uh, and you uh, very kindly listened to. So I hope that was interesting. I wanted to do just a quick summary of that for everybody. I hope you've had a wonderful festive season thus far. Uh, you're getting some well-earned rest and relaxation and you're looking forward to the start of uh, the new year, 2024, which will be a great year. We will be back in 2024. We'll probably have a couple of teaser episodes in January, but we'll be back with our next uh, podcast interview uh, towards the end of January uh, 2024. So thank you once again for listening in. Really appreciate your time uh, each time an episode comes out. Really appreciate your support and all your feedback on the podcast. Uh, so Anthony Wilson signing off for 2023. Thanks again. We'll see you in 2024. Cheers.